Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the talk. Um, El- Marcia Boynton and I am joined uh, with Dr. Houston, and we are here with Jacqueline King and Queena, and we expect to have a, just an awesome, wonderful time on tonight. We welcome you, those of you who are joining us online. Just feel free to call in on tonight to the talk. 714-583-6852. We expect to have an awesome time tonight as we uh, talk about some trending topics and what's going on in this nation, and we want to hear from you. So whatever you would like to share, whatever your comments or your feedback are, feel free to call in 714-583-6852, and I'm just so pleased to be with you tonight. Dr. Houston, how are you this evening? I am doing well, and I'm definitely excited about this evening. So let's go ahead and dive in whenever you all are ready. All right. Now, we expect uh, hopefully uh, our other co-host, Queena, will be joining us tonight. Um, But be that as it may, we we pray that she is, is doing well and will be with us safely. But as you said, we are going to get started. Now, I want to start off with what is going on in this nation, Dr. Houston. Um, On April 29th, just a few days ago, uh, our President Donald Trump, number 45, however you want to refer to him, gave his 100-day speech in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And there was an opinion in the Washington Post today that Said, and I'm quoting that the president's speech was the most hate-filled speech in modern history. And I just want uh, to, to pull out and mention a couple of things that the, the Washington Post stated. Uh, they stated that they felt the president used his bully pulpit um, half of the time of that speech for the dehumanization of migrants and of refugees, um, that he took that opportunity to pursue divisive grudges, to attack the media and congressional Democrats. And uh, it was the conclusion of that opinion of that writer that we must, as Americans, refuse to normalize the language of hatred. And even at that one, approximately one-hour speech that he gave, there were words of a racist song, according to the uh, opinion of the Washington Post, words of a racist song that were repeated Um, during the time that uh, President Trump was there. So I just want to ask the question, um, uh, what responsibility does our president, does any leader, does any leader have in the government office um, with this? Now, we have the right to free speech, but does it ever go too far for a government leader? Is his speech or his rhetoric, uh, does it ever promote or embolden um, hatred and racism and racist attitudes? And what is his responsibility for what he is saying? Um, so I'd like to get, get uh, Dr. Houston's feedback and comments on that. Um, and if you're joining us on Facebook, good evening and welcome. And if you want to share your comments, we'd love to hear from you. But let's start with Dr. Houston. What do you think about, about uh, President Trump? Well, yeah, I, I believe that it, it's – it's our, our leader's responsibility, and it really doesn't matter what race or ethnic background you are. It's your responsibility to set the standard for our mm-hmm. nation, and it's it's your responsibility to be a role model. 
And, you know, we don't want division in our country. We don't want division. Right. And so, you know, that's why I, I don't believe that we should, um, you know, be in a situation where it's like we're always bashing, bashing, bashing. You know, at some point we've got to really get on our knees and pray uh, that mm. that he will get some, some uh, good spiritual leadership and that he will learn, you know, how to be an effective leader because he's a businessman, he's a business owner, and he didn't, he's not, he has never had as much responsibility as he has now, and I'm not sure that he even understood the magnitude of what he was taking on when he, um, when he, he decided to run for president. And so for me, I'll be honest, I, I have not listened. <laughs> I don't listen to his speeches, so I can't really critique mm-hmm. what he said because I just mm-hmm. can't sit through it. But at the end of the day, I do right. believe that he's supposed to set the standard for us. Okay. Well, hmm. well let me go ahead and put my two cents in there. Um, you know, leadership is funny. Everybody wants to be a leader, but most people don't want to do what it takes to lead. And one of my favorite quotes is that you lead by example. And so if you are going to be an effective leader, um, you have to be a thoughtful leader and you have to lead for everybody, not just a select few. Good evening, Chantel. God bless you. Thank you for joining, Queen. Uh, you you have to be you have to be the leader for everybody. So whether you're a Republican, Democrat, uh, you can't be just for the rich. You can't be just for the poor. You can't be for the white or the black. You got to be for everybody. And I yeah. think if you are doing that, then you can't with a good conscience. Um, get on and say stuff that is not um, going to be helpful to people, everybody. Right. I mean, you right. know, you, you don't have to, your message doesn't always have to be, a, I mean, a, a good message because you uh, leaders have to deliver bad news, but you can't be uh, insulting half of the people that you're leading and lifting mm. up the other half, the ones that you, you kind of can relate to that to me is is not good. I don't care if it's Donald Trump, uh, Barack Obama. It doesn't matter. A leader is supposed to lead by example. And if you're up there saying hate stuff, that's not a good example. So that's my opinion. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think both of you ladies touched on um, what is absolutely uh, crucial in in leadership, as uh, Jackie, as you said, whether it's the president or uh, governmental leader, doesn't matter who it is. That in leadership, um, and Dr. Houston, you mentioned something as well about there being a standard, and I just want to uh, say that as well that there definitely has to be a standard for the president. It doesn't matter who the leader is, um, but that we have to. We we all as leaders lead by example, and people are watching, and children are watching. And sometimes um, people pay more attention, not to not to just what we say, but to what we do. So uh, I just want to encourage us to just keep the government um, in prayer 
and that spiritual leadership is necessary as well. So that was a good point that you made when you said that he gives a spiritual leadership. I'm glad that you said that, and uh, I do pray that he gets a spiritual advisor. So um, I agree with both of you ladies on that, and I thank you for bringing that up. So if you're online and you're listening to us, feel free to call in at 714-583-6852. We would love to hear from you tonight. Uh, before we move on to the next topic, do either of you want to add anything? No. Mm-mm. We would love to have you call in if you if you want to join the conversation. Seven one four five eight three six eight five two. Press one if you have a comment or a question. Okay. What else okay, is that? Uh, let's move on to the next topic. I want to stay on on him um, for just a minute because. There was another article today on CNN, uh, and, and this is good. Um, what they said in the article that was on CNN today is that Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump cannot seem to get past airing their grievances from 2016, that they can't let it die. Um, and they pointed to both of them, um, to Hillary Clinton, to say that they think that she's still bitter over her defeat um, by Donald Trump, and she's pointing to Russia and to the FBI, Chief James Comey, and blaming them for her loss. And they also say that, you know, President Trump can't resist the urge to tweet about uh, Hillary Clinton, or and they, they both go at each other, and they, they can't resist, you know, throwing jabs at one another. So they say that they both should just let it die and move on. But I'd like to know what the two of you think about that, about Hillary Clinton. Also, Hillary Clinton has a book coming out in the fall, um, and we're looking forward to reading her work. I can't wait till it comes out. But I'd like to know what you both think about the two of them having uh, to move on and let all of this go, let it die. What do you think, Dr. Houston? Mm, I mean, it was such a bitter runoff. I mean, just really low blows and and I, I don't. I, I, I don't I don't know that I can say <laughs> it's easy to let something go when you feel like something was stolen from you. Uh it's it's easier said than done and I, I can remember right after the election happened there were a lot of people saying, Get over it, you know, move out of the country, who cares? The person that was supposed to win won. But I mean, really and it's nothing against him, and I have to say that over and over. It's nothing against him, but but I could not believe that he was winning. Like, I literally turned my television off because I was like, he's not qualified. He's not equipped. So I guess the media kind of had all of us thinking, and I know at least the people that I've spoken with were like, you know, he didn't stand a chance. So it was already a big shock factor, for one, and then two, this lady has experience, and I've seen this not even with just the election, but I've seen this in corporate America. I've seen this in education where a woman was more than qualified and a male who was not as qualified got the position over the woman. So, and I mean, we can probably take that in a totally different direction, but, you know, it's it's easy to say get over it, but when you feel like something was taken from you, um, it, it's not it's not that easy to get through it. I don't. I don't agree with the tactics and going at each other and being catty. But at the same time, I I, I believe she has reason to to be upset about what happened. Yes. Awesome. Well hmm. said. Yeah. And what okay. about you, Jackie? Well, you know, um, 
I I agree with um, Dr. Houston. You know that that was a. I mean, Hillary. You know, everyone, all the numbers said she was going to win, and it was quite quite uh, upsetting to see the the results coming in and, and to see that clearly she wasn't. However, um, you know, you have to take responsibility, too. I'm not saying that, um, you know, the Republicans didn't play dirty and there were some things I still believe that the Russians were involved. I, I, I watch a lot of news and I believe that they were. But Hillary still, the bottom line is it, you can control what you can and what you can't, you let it go. Hillary never, she went to Michigan uh, when she was um, in the general election, uh, the first election, whatever the general, and she never went back. She never went to Pennsylvania. She never went to any of those places. So guess what? <laughs> They said, okay, well, she's not good enough to come back here. We're not voting for her. She probably put in the work. She couldn't ride in Mm. on um, President Obama's uh, coattail. He went, but he wasn't running. So it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. As much as they love love him, they they looked at her as a snub. She snubbed him, and so she lost those uh, in addition to whatever tricks that uh, the other side played. She didn't help her own mm-hmm. cause. So now now she has to reflect. Yeah, the things that right. I couldn't control, I couldn't control, but there are a lot of things that I could have. Now, being personable, I just believe that that is who she is. She was raised like that, and she really has a hard time being a soft, loving. That That's not who she is. So if you ever think you're going to get that out of her, I don't think she's ever going to be able to show that because that's not – when she does, she looks quite fake to me. <laughs> right. So, right. You know, so, you know, I'm sure that she she's reflecting on all of this. And then they were saying, people were telling her, you you need to – and her own husband, it's her own husband told her, you need to get out there and do it. And, and her campaign manager was telling her, no, you're good, you got this. So, yeah, she's going to reflect. She's going to lick her wounds, and, and she should, and move on. Get over it. Right, I right. say get over it. Uh, get over it. Because, like okay. I said, there's things that you could have controlled, and you didn't. Hmm. Now, I don't know that she would have won the election if she visited, but she probably would. Demo- uh, uh, Pennsylvania's always been a Democratic. Yeah. Uh, uh, Democratic. I mean, come on. How do you lose Pennsylvania? <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, so anyway, that's my that's my two cents. What do you say, Marcia? Okay. Um, well, I actually enjoyed reading the article. I did uh, find, as they gave different quotes of things that she had said in the interview, that she did sound a little bitter. She made one quote that said she would have won um, if, you know, the events of the last 10 days prior to the election hadn't surfaced with the WikiLeaks and her email. Um, and she did, however, also own up and say, you know, I was the candidate and I ran for office and could I have done things differently? Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, as a woman, I support her 100%. I don't agree with things she does. I don't agree with everything, um, you know, Donald Trump does. But as a woman, I, I did support her. And I do agree that, yes, I don't think bitterness is attractive on anybody. Um, you know, that holding on to that anger 
and, and that rage, and I just don't think it's an attractive thing and that she does yet have to move on and just let it go because with her book coming out in the fall, you know, she's a bright woman and there's, there's so much that she can do. And, uh, you know, she may feel as if, you know, it was stolen from her. And I think a lot of that remains to be seen, that we still have yet to see some truth of what actually right. happened. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it will be enlightening when the truth comes out, whether it's in a year or five or ten or, you know, 50 years from now. I, I do believe that there's a lot of truth that still has to come out. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's true. Um, it, it was unfortunate. I, I feel, I really feel some kind of way that a lot of women were so hard on her. That's the part that really, you know, bothers me. A lot of women voted for Donald Trump just because they didn't want mm-hmm. women. Right. And that, that to me, I find very disturbing. If that's the only reason you yes. voted for Donald Trump, right. uh, as opposed, I mean, this man, uh, it treats women horribly to me. Yes. And yes. so I, he, he couldn't get my vote if, please, I couldn't mm. do it. If he was on one running, I would just have to sit it out. Uh, that's mm. the truth. But it's just, it's it's sad that, that we as women, and, and, and Jessica alluded to the fact last week, have a hard mm-hmm. time supporting mm. one another. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what it goes down to. I, I don't want in another direction. But that's a tough, that's tough. That's right. Yeah, and a lot of women, I've heard women say that they they didn't think, you know, a woman would be capable of running the country. And I'm like, what, really? (laughs) Do you know what we do as women? Please, please. (laughs) Really? Especially black women. You know know how you (laughs) driving down the the road and doing this, and um, not me, of course, because I keep my eyes in, on the road and, and wheel, but I'm talking about the rest of y'all. <laughs> you know, <laughs> multitasking, you know, doing this for and sure. doing that. <laughs> We've been doing that forever, you know. So, mm. uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it. A woman can't, can't uh, rule. But uh, anyway, did you give your um, did you give your your two cents, Marcia? You, yeah, you did. So where, yes. where are we are we going? Anybody want to call in seven one four five eight three six eight five two? Bernita, uh, how you doing on on Facebook and uh, all those that are listening? And we thank you. And you can call in and tell us what you think. We'd like to hear from you. What else we got? Yes. Okay, so I, I want to start off another topic. We're going in another direction with this, and this is pertaining to um, Alton Sterling. If you're familiar with that case, um, that's in the news today. That's the youth in Louisiana who was fatally shot by police officers. Um, and the report today in many of uh, the major newspapers is that those same police officers will not be charged. So without getting into all of the particulars of the case, but it's pretty clear because the shooting, everything was caught on video camera and on the officer's body cameras, um, you know, so, I mean, it's in plain and clear sight, and it's pretty simple and clear what happened. But these officers are not going to be charged. And we hear this so much with so many of uh, of our youth, and, you know, not all of the police officers are bad, 
and I don't mean to suggest that at all, but it is happening so much across this country. I just would like to know um, what can we do? You know, any time I see the, the mother and she's in anguish for her son or the father or, the you know, the family members in anguish for their family. And, and the Washington Post today said, and this is good um, in, in the article today, that, you know, we have to do more than just use hashtag Black Lives Matter, that there has to be a more proactive movement in order to stop this, to confront it, and to stop it. So I just would like to know um, what do you ladies think we should be done about this? This is happening so much. And the Washington Post gave their opinions. Okay, let's stop doing hashtag Black Lives Matter. But what else can we do proactively? Stop this. Right. And it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's hard for us to even say that we can stop it. And it's not to be a downer, but because the police force, they have so much power behind them. And, and even politicians have said it. Even, you know, people in law enforcement have said, look, the laws are made to back us if we kill somebody. So that nine times out of ten, it doesn't matter how much evidence is there, we're going to be cleared. And when I saw that, it broke my heart. But I'm, but I'm sad to say that I was not shocked. Like, I think the first shock I had was probably Trayvon Martin. But then it's like, and it happened so many times, it's almost like you become numb to it. Like, oh, my goodness, what mm-hmm. is going on? And you can talk to your boys and tell them to do this. I've heard, seen people say, well, why don't you just listen to the law? Well, there are people who were not running. They, were, they didn't have a weapon, and it still happened. So, I mean, right. you know, what, what do you do when the law is not on your side because you are viewed as a threat? And basically, mm-hmm. from what I've seen is, this person is a threat, and I'm I'm not I'm shooting the kill. I'm not gonna shoot him in the leg. I'm not gonna put spray mm-hmm. mace. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna use the law to my full ability, and that's what I've seen. Hmm. Well, okay. So for those of you who don't know, I actually used to think that the way you should handle it would be to get involved and your boards and your councils and so on and so forth. So I was on the police review board for the city of Greensboro until yesterday. I resigned. And the reason I resigned, and it will be in the paper because I got interviewed by several people tonight, is because if if I and my fellow board members make a decision and the decision carries no weight, I'm not wasting my time on that board. That is a waste of my time. And this is a volunteer. This is not something that they're paying you for. You're voluntarily voluntarily going and review the cases. And so uh, I don't know what to say for, for what the answer is because clearly that wasn't the answer getting involved because guess what? Everything can be manipulated. It's just the way it is. That's the society we live in. It can be. And the powers that be can change the rules as they see fit. And that's what it is. That's the society we're living in. What can you do? Give it to God. That's the only thing I know right now to do is to give it to God and leave it there. Um, I'm looking at, and it's funny that you would bring that up, 
I'm looking at an article an article that said more than 250 black people were killed by police in 2250 black people according to project by the guardian that tracks police killings in America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 39 of these people were unarmed, four were mm-hmm. killed by police stun guns, another nine died in custody, um and uh, the majority of the people um of, were black were fatally shot. So mm-hmm. that And you know it just disturbing. just happened in in Dallas where the 15 year old and killed. Oh, Lord. Just Jesus, yes. And that uh, he was fired, but I mean, a 15 year old, it's saying that the officer fired a rifle into a car full of teenagers in a Dallas suburb on Saturday night, killing a black teen, and he was fired that Tuesday. Oh, but again, this is gone, though. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fired. I, but the thing is, will they press charges against him? Hmm. Well, it is like I said, this is happening all over. And guess what? Number forty-five has given them permission to do anything they want. So it's not getting better. It's going to be getting worse as I see it. We've got to pray. Hmm. I I don't see any alternatives. Hmm. And you, Marcia, well, I, what do you think? You know, I I absolutely agree. I, I think prayer is, um, you know, just of the utmost importance, and that God is still in control. You know, just our faith tells us that that God is still in control, and that everything is in His hands. Um, I just would like to encourage, you know, men to pray. And, uh, you know, it, it's almost as if when these things happen, you know, I, I just wonder what is in the psyche or the mind of the officer who does that, that he does not fear any repercussion or anything. You know, and I think if man to man, you know, if he was staring at, at another man, at another black man, a father, you know, who said, this is my son. I, there's just a, To me, it's just kind of false bravado, and maybe that's because, like you said, the law backs them up, you know, that makes them feel, you know, uh, just more powerful than they really are. Uh, but without the badge and without the gun, you know, I wonder how, you know, how strong really are you? You know, how big and bad are you? Um, so I just would like to encourage uh, as you said, prayer, yes, we have to pray. And then prayer for the officers, but prayer for the mothers, prayer for the fathers, and then pray for men to to pray as well. And, and Minister Long does such a nice job on Friday night. Um, but I, I think that, that, that men really have to just do more to, to step up and to make sure that their voices are heard. Because, you know, we see the mothers, the mothers come together, and women, we pray. Um, but I just would like to, just from my heart, just see um, our, our men, our brothers, just uh, praying more and, and just being seen more and heard more. So that's, mm. that's my opinion about that. Well, well um, I have a topic. I, I I guess you guys, I don't know if you have seen um, Janet's video from uh, apparently Janet Jackson laying in her bed 
she's splitting um, for, with her husband, who she hasn't been married to that long, and they had a beautiful little boy. Oh, yeah. Um, my question is, she's getting ready to go back on tour and resume her singing and, and all of this. So let me ask you, do you think realistically a Muslim and a Christian can have a happy marriage? Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Now, don't everybody go at the same time. Yeah, and it's so weird because I was going to discuss that from a different point of view, but wow, that is. And, I mean, and the Bible clearly talks about being unequally yoked, and that, I mean, those views are so different that it's like, really? I I mean, me, I will speak for me. I, I can't say for everyone, but for me, I know that that wouldn't work for me. Why uh, is it because, that it wouldn't work for you? Yeah, we we would clash big time. We mm-hmm. would. If, what are if, some of the things that you that you know that you would clash on? Just their foundation, and and the thing is, mm-hmm. uh, uh, they they kind of agree with us until we start talking about Jesus. It's like mm-hmm. once you go there, you know, you lost them. Like mm-hmm. so, for me that 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 is uh, that is an ingrained belief for me, and um, mm-hmm. and then also even when it comes down to women and you know the way you mm-hmm. have to dress address men mm-hmm. and I mean me and I know Lord it has helped me with my mouth a lot, <laughs> but I probably would in one of those other countries because. You know, it, it it would be a struggle for me, and and I would I would think that he would have some of those same beliefs about, you know, a woman stays in her place. You do this, you do that. You can't do this, you can't wear that. So for me, that it, it wouldn't it wouldn't work for me at all. <laughs> well, uh-huh. uh, Marquis. <laughs> yes, I. Uh, you know that. That's a good question that you ask. And um, years ago, I just say it in my own marriage, um, my husband at the time had kind of touched on the Muslim faith. And before I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I tried to get with it. You know, I tried to to get into the, the Muslim religion and, and Allah and the Quran, and it just did not speak to me. And I just want to say thank God for Jesus, thank God for the blood, thank God for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Because, right. you know, I know Jesus Christ for myself. And when we uh-huh. dribbled and dabbled in that, I didn't know what was going on. You know, we you go to the mosque and they tell you stuff, and you know, and, but you don't have the presence of the Holy Spirit where you come to know Jesus Christ for yourself. And, no, I, you know, they would kick me out of the mosque, and especially at that time. You know, I wasn't <laughs> saved. So, I, you know, I ran my mouth, you know, and I said what I wanted to say. And they would kick me out, you know, so... No, it couldn't work for me either because if you deny Jesus Christ as Lord and as Savior, then what do we have in common? What is our right. foundation? What are, what are we building anything on? You know, we're already separate. If he's a Muslim and she's a Christian and she believes in Jesus Christ and he believes in Allah, they're already divided, then they're not one. You know, the Bible says that a man joins with a woman, that they get married, they become one flesh, but they're not one flesh because they serve two different gods. And there's only one God. There's only one creator. So for me, no, it could not work. I I wish Janet, you know, all the best with whatever her decision is and however her marriage goes. Um, But for me, no, it it couldn't work for me. I could go on all night about this. That's a good topic. (laughs) 
It but uh, I'll stop right there. <laughs> well, no. you know, um, I would say absolutely zero no. Um, <laughs> I couldn't do it either. I, I actually um, went to a, a mosque recently for a um, a political. Well, I'm involved in the community, and we had to go there. And I don't. I'm not a. I don't bash people's religion. Um, I know that I couldn't do that. But I went years ago uh, with a friend, and in the way the setup was, the women sat on the floor in the back, and the men sat on chairs in the front. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not going to work for me. That's just one of the, the many. Uh, but uh, definitely... Uh, not believing in Jesus would be so so such a big thing for me, so I wouldn't wouldn't be able to do it. But I do know people who have have successfully done it. Uh, but uh, no, I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't do it. But uh, we do have I don't know if it's a caller or I don't know if this is Queen. I can't tell because I don't know the number. But one seven seven four. We're opening your mic. And who do we have Hello, on the line? Lady. Okay, it's that is me. Queen. I'm finally <laughs> Oh uh, my hey. God, these smartphones are these smartphones are not smart. No shit. <laughs> All right. Well, I've been having terrible phone trouble. Have you been listening? Have you been listening? Yes, I have been listening. I have been listening, and um, I'll go ahead and chime in on what you guys were talking about. Uh, I apologize for my tardiness, but I do totally agree that in your home. You have to be on one accord. It's hard enough being married and both parties being saved, you know, or confessing Jesus Christ as Lord, than to call, have a, basically a war going on in your own home. Because of the word says that, you know, the lovers of the world were the enemy of God. And so, you know, if you are not on the same page, if you don't agree in your home, then you don't have respect. So, you know, if you don't respect, my religion, how can you respect other things that I'm saying, you know, um, and that's vice versa. So if I don't respect his religion, I can't possibly say anything good. So it's just, it's to me, it's like putting kerosene on a fire um, because you can have disagreements but be on the same team. But when you're not on the same team, you're, you know, it's not a disagreement. It's a war every time, and I'm going to go for you, and I can't learn how to fight fair, you know, if I totally, you know, just don't agree with you. I think that that, to me, that that would be really, really difficult. And I will say that for me, when for a little while when I got saved and my husband was unsaved, even that was a fight, you know, to better yet be having a whole religious, you know, battle, that, that just wouldn't work for me. I, I totally agree with you ladies. Okay. All right. Uh, my next topic, and I'm going to turn it over to uh, Dr. Houston. You know, uh, they're saying that Bill Cosby is blind now, um, officially. Um, and and the, the whole women thing has, is thing to have died down. Uh, first of all, do you feel that the media was, was unfair? I'm not even going to ask you if you think that Bill Cosby did it. But do you think they were unfair in how they treated him as opposed to the way the women came out and said Donald Trump did stuff to him and they just completely, I mean, not the, well, we, the media and the people 
just completely like, okay, whatever. That's yeah. just, do you think that yeah. there, there's two sets of standards in our society when it comes to that? Anyone just jump right on in there. <laughs> Anyone? That's good. That's good. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, because with um with Bill Cosby, you know, it was like, oh, whatever, you know. Oh, you know, why are these girls coming out saying this stuff about him? Um, but a lot of people with Bill Cosby, you know, they gave credence to those women's stories. And, you know, it's like no matter how long ago it may have happened, like they were just on this witch hunt with, with Bill Cosby to make any charge stick to him. Like, you know, he just had to go down for something. Um, and you're right, with, with, um, with Donald Trump, you know, it was kind of just written off and dismissed and, you know, oh, well, and, you know, and, and women were even made fun of. And, you, you know, you have to, you can't really blame women when this happens to them that they don't want to come forward and say anything at all. But that takes courage for a woman to make that accusation, that statement against a president, someone who's in a powerful position, who's running for office. She knows she's going to be under public scrutiny. Um, it, it takes a whole lot of courage to do that. And, you know, if it happened to her, she shouldn't feel as if she can't say anything or get justice for herself because the man is might be the president of the United States. Um, I, I truly feel for those women. And, yes, I do think there is certainly a double standard there. Absolutely. Dr. Jessica. Yep, I, I agree as well. Um and I, I and I had said from the beginning, I, I, I can't say that he didn't do it, you know, because I'm I'm a woman and 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 I believe that we, we should never be violated by anyone. But um but to your question, yeah, definitely it, it matters. It matters who who is being accused. And one of the things that was constantly said in defense of Donald Trump during pre-election time was, well, you all are talking about his character. Our focus is who's going to take this country forward. So basically they minimized the accusations, but when it came to Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, it was like magnified. It was blown up. It was covered on all of these channels and women coming forth and, oh, a new one has come forth. And he lost a lot of money. He, you know, he lost a lot he lost a lot of fans, so it really did take him down, and I believe it probably impacted his health as well because it just started to to decline after all of this did came anyone, out. Did anyone hear the – I don't know if it's true, but someone told me that he was trying to buy NBC, and that's why they took it down. Did anyone hear that? I heard that. Yeah, um, yeah I heard that, and I don't know, again, how – how true it was, um, but I did hear that that he was trying to buy buy the network and something about with everything that happened, then they started, you know, basically railroading him and making things worse and, and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But when it when it comes to Bill Cosby, for me, um, I often think of things differently because when I think of Bill Cosby, I think about the things that he's done, the shows that he used to do, you know, when he was when I was a kid and I watched him, you know, talk to the children and he was a little eraser man and all of those things. So oftentimes when you have been appeared to be good and people go, oh, it's too good to be true, um, and then something bad comes out on you, um, oftentimes people take it and run with it. 
and they yes. are just like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew they couldn't be yes. as good as they were. I knew that they couldn't have been doing as much as good as they, you know, that they said they were. I knew that something was wrong with them. So sometimes, unfortunately, we jump on people who have status, who have been put in a place where they said they're just good, wholesome people. And we're always trying to put a light on the bad, unfortunately, in the media, when it comes to media, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to eat this one up. Well, when it comes to Trump, he was already getting such of a bad rap. He was already being such, you know, oh, he's this bad man. So, you know, they're like, oh, we kind of expect that out of him. You know, so it's kind of get brushed under the rug when it comes to something yeah. like that coming out on him because he's already considered to be dirty or, you know, a bad person. So it was almost like they were like, oh, well, we're not surprised. Didn't y'all know that already? You know, the the news is over mm-hmm. here where this person that they said was good, you know, mm-hmm. is gone bad, good gone, kind of good gone bad, you know, rags to riches kind of kind of story, but, you know, riches to rags. So it, it, I, I think that's when people start to dig and to try to find more and to make it so much worse. But do is that really right? No, it's not. But does it tend to happen? Yes, it does. So that's why I think that, that where the double standard came from, I believe that certain people, even the people that supported him just expected him to have some skeletons to fall out of his closet or some dirt, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? On him, but they didn't expect that from Bill Cosby, somebody that you know they esteem, and you know, white, black, Mexican, Hispanic across the board that the nation has embraced. And for him to do something like that, to be called to do something like that, it was almost a slap in their faces because they have given him such, you know, mm-hmm. as, you know, just so many honors and you know, and all of this stuff. And then this is what you're going to do to us. So that's why I think it was kind of blown out of proportion, really big. This didn't just happen. Bill Cosby was accused a long time ago. This mm-hmm. didn't just come yeah. out. That, um, mm-hmm. But I think that's why they feed on it even more. I'm sorry? I said I think that's they why mean, they feed on it even more, though, with him. When it comes to him, I think they're they're looking for even more stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just Okay. Who, who didn't give the who didn't just who didn't give it a few cents, Jessica? Oh, I did, I did, but I um I wanted to also talk a little bit more about um you started this conversation about Janet Jackson, but I wanted to put another spin on it because she also talked about the fact that she's separated from her husband, she has a newborn, and I wanted to throw out to you ladies uh, your opinion on this idea that as Christians that we are supposed to stand by our 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 spouses no matter what mm. until death part, you know, oh, he's beating on me, just pray. He's cheated on me, just pray. Um, you know, God does not agree with divorce, da-da-da-da-da. I'm sure you all have heard this before. And so um, I really want to kind of hear your insight on on this about her leaving and having a newborn because a lot of people would say hey you got a baby why are you leaving now with a a newborn baby and apparently they were already separated but it's like really you're going to leave you're not going to try to work it out but what at what point do you say enough is enough or do you just try to fight fight for your marriage 
<laughs> well, hold on, I'm sorry. Was there allegedly abuse in Janet Jackson's relationship? Is that why she left, or was it because of religion? Nobody. There's a lot of speculation. Some are saying he was cheating, but we don't know what really happened. Okay. But I'm just okay. as an example that, and I've I've spoken with a lot of Christian women, especially women in Nigeria and different places, who say, "Hey, you know, even when I go to the church." about the fact that my husband is abusing me, they say pray that, you know, God does not agree with divorce, that they start quoting all of these scriptures. And and then I'm like, but what about your well-being? What if he actually Mm. kills you? Um, So, you know, some people feel very, very strongly about not leaving no matter what. Yeah, well, you know, my grandparents were married for 70 years, and my grandfather was a pastor for 50 years or more, and my, they did not have a perfect marriage, but my grandmother uh, stuck with it the whole time, and that's what they did then, um, and she said it, you know, she told me, but for me, no, I'm not staying in. I'm not staying in an abusive relationship. I'm not going to stay in a relationship where I am not happy. Um, what is the? What, you're defeating the purpose, especially if you have kids. If you have kids, don't you think your kids don't know that you're not happy? And don't you think they would rather be un, around parents or a parent, if that's the case, that is happy as opposed to fighting and arguing and screaming and yelling, that doesn't help the kids at all. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say I don't believe in standing by your no matter what. Um, no, I don't believe in that. So for Janet, uh, I don't think, I don't know, well, I don't know if Janet just wanted to have a baby. Janet was raised <laughs> Jehovah's Witness. I don't know what, I don't know anything about yeah. Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. But I know right. that's a, a form- <laughs> From 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 uh, Islam, <laughs> that much I do know. And China, and right. China, she she really should have known that that was going to be a hard thing to pull. And then when I saw her walking mm-hmm. around with the head wrap and all, I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> really, that's what I thought. I'm, I'm not I serious. thought she was, I was going through an identity crisis. <laughs> I was like, really? That's so drastic. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the woman that's on TV with. Everything hanging out and shaking it all mm-hmm. up, uh, mm-hmm. and now you, now you got stuff all the way up to your eyes. I'm just kidding, but uh, <laughs> little humor there. No offense to our Muslim followers, <laughs> but uh, no, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. I'm I'm done. <laughs> Y'all know I'm gonna make you laugh. You already know. <laughs> All right, well, Nick. I, I, I was just going to okay. say about Janet. I believe that, um, you know, sometimes we we can act like we don't know what we're getting into, but I believe mm-hmm. that Janet has had a very successful career. She's been in this industry. She's probably seen some of everything and been around so many different types of people. There's no way that you can tell me that she didn't have any idea that this was not going to work. Um, I know that she's, she's living a private life in a public place. 
So, you know, to me, you you got to know that there are some private things that are going on behind the scenes that we have no idea about. But for me, you've got to know that when you get into a marriage, if you're going to, you know, you know whether you're going to stay or leave, and you know, no matter what happens. And you have to have something to fight for in order to stay. And I just believe mm. that she felt like she didn't have anything to fight for. Um, because mm-hmm. she didn't have really a leg to stand on because we didn't, they didn't agree uh, spiritually from the get-go. So just like we were talking about whether they agree, the, you know, why do you stay and fight a war that you don't have to fight? Um, so, mm. Because they spiritually already didn't agree. Right. Yeah. Wow, that, that, that's powerful. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I also was thinking the same thing about, you know, why – they even, but I mean, only the two of them know why, uh, you know, why she got into the marriage in the, in the first place. Um, but you know, I, I understand by that that you know it was already a divided marriage, uh, you know, from the get go because of, they both serve different gods. But for Doctor Houston, what you said about women who are Christian and you know, staying in abusive relationships and should women stay, you know, it is not my belief um, that that a woman, if she's being abused and physically is being injured and hit and hurt, um, you know, then the women, we have the power. And until there's all saying when a woman says it's enough, you know, when, when you get tired, until you get tired of it, a woman might just stay there and pray and believe that God can change that man. And, yes, God can change that man. But does she have to subject herself to those physical assaults in the meantime um, I don't believe that whatsoever. Uh, I don't believe that at all, and I don't believe it's God's will for any woman to stay in a, in a violent, abusive relationship um, for any reason. Um, so pray yes, but then get the help. Excuse me, then get out of there. I'm sorry. <laughs> but thank you. Get out of there. Do what you got to do. You know, go to the shelter and pray for him. But that don't mean you got to be there when he get home. You know, you and he's violent. I don't believe that at all. Not at all. Right, and not only not that. Not only abusive but a lot of times they're in relationships where they are being emotionally abused where they're called ugly and stupid and you don't do anything right and they're being cheated on multiple times you know babies on the side all of this stuff going on and the woman is staying because she feels like okay I have to remain married or I have to stay here for my kids so well, you oh, yeah, all know goes. that it, this, this has been really nice. You know it's 9.50. We have talked the time away. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe that? It is 9.50. No one called wow. in, but we do thank everyone that, that's been listening in. And uh, uh, who didn't get a topic? I think, Queena, you didn't have a, You got a few minutes. Uh, you got anything real quick? We don't have a whole lot of time, but if you got anything quick. I just always like to acknowledge um, what's going on Facebook. Someone said that marriage is for healthy people, um, and I do agree with that. You know, you have to be um, two holes do actually make one, because if I'm giving 50 and you're giving 50, we'll never meet quite 100 because I'm not always giving the the 50%. So, you know, you have to give 100, 100, and, you know, you'll meet in the middle. So I, I thought that was really awesome what they said, that marriage was for healthy people. Um, so what I have to say is um, it's a really big topic, so we, I won't go into it. But, again, it's just about knowing who week. you are. 
It's about mm-hmm. knowing who you are. So that's why I think Janet has the issue that she has, is that she wasn't quite sure who she was. So that's that's mine. Yeah, and, and I think she wanted to, I think she her biological clock was running out. She's 50 years old, man. I just mm-hmm. can't imagine a 50 having a baby. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know they say they have some stuff in other countries that can help you get pregnant, that can help you have a baby in a drop of a hat. That that you God you know, and people are going over there and they're getting pregnant and they're having these surgeries that aren't legal over here, you know, and they're mm-hmm. doing lots of different things over there and having surgeries and all kinds of things and, and there's no FDA and there's you know, not a lot of people protecting you or keeping you from doing those experimental surgeries. So it could be a it could be a lot of things that could be assumed when it comes to that because I mean, I just think it was crazy. And he's a billionaire too. Not that yeah. she was money, well, mm-hmm. but, but it uh, well, it doesn't hurt. He's a billionaire. No, 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 no. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt anything. That baby's gonna be taken care of. Anyway, mm-hmm. again, <laughs> we thank everyone for tuning in. Um, this is BWE the Talk. Um, Marcia, you want to close us out? We got a little bit of time. Um, sure. Hi, Lydia. Lydia Anderson and uh, Bernita's been with us the whole time. God bless you uh, on Facebook. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Marcia. Yes, we we do thank all of you who are joining us on Facebook Live so much and. I just want to thank each of you, um, Jackie and Queena and Dr. Houston. And Queena, we're so glad that you made it safely with us. Um, just want I to thank each too. of you I miss for you, your... ladies. Uh, we miss you, too. <laughs> and uh, I, I just appreciate the lively discussion that we had and all of the, the great topics that we're um, discussing. And thank you. And thank you to all of you who are watching us tonight. We enjoy you and are so grateful for your support. And God willing, we will be back next Tuesday, uh, same time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with more of the talk. If you have any topics that you'd like to talk about, um, please share them with us. We would love to hear from you. And uh, that being said, if any of you want to say goodnight to our listeners, uh, go right ahead. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone. God bless. And uh, don't forget, early morning Friday, tomorrow, 5.30 a.m., same place, same time. God bless. Good night. Good night.